You know, we often hear that the city's too negative, that we don't get along, that people have lost faith in government, or worse, <laughs> in each other. Some of the people who actually think that politics is negative are the most negative bastards you can imagine themselves. <laughs> but I'm two years in, and, uh, and it's not how I feel. It really isn't. You're listening to the Oscar Podcast. My name is Mark Coffin, and I'm your host. This week on the Oscar Podcast, we're pulling the tape from the same event we also shared tape from last week. The event was called Together, and the style of the event was a Pechacucha. That means the speakers all had 20 slides and 20 seconds per slide in order to get their message across to the people in the room. The room was the Carlton Bar in downtown Halifax. One of the speakers that spoke at that event was Halifax Mayor Mike Savage. Mike served in Parliament as a Liberal, and last week you heard one of his campaign chairs, Andrew Black, who has run as a candidate and supported candidates in the Progressive Conservative Party. He had this to say about his time with Mike Savage. In my 10 years of being involved as a Tory, I've managed to get a Liberal elected mayor. <laughs> Both Mike and Andrew were asked to speak to the theme together, and here is what Mike had to say that night. Oh, and we picked the talks from Mayor Savage and Andrew Black uh, to share on the podcast because they're ones that you don't really have to see the slides in order to get what they're telling the people in the room. Okay, here's Mike Savage talking about puppies, politics, and togetherness. Good evening, everybody. I think I'm the only one that uh, Bob hasn't anointed for 2016 for the mayor's race so far. <laughs> oh, hey, okay, here we go. So back in, uh, this is my second Pecha Kucha. Uh, the last time I did it, I was running for mayor, and I was looking to capture the cool vote. As you can see from this picture, I've given up on that. But here I am again, halfway point in the mandate, and I think I've learned a few things about togetherness, what we think it is, what it actually is, and like everybody else, I bring my own life experiences uh, to togetherness. So this here is my family picture. Not exactly as shown, but you can't grow up in a big family like mine in one bathroom without learning a thing or two about closeness. There was nine of us. We were together by birth and by necessity, but as adults and families of our own, we're together by choice. Our common history unites us, and we're interested in each other's future. That's how families are, uh, even some of the messiest ones. You know, when we contemplate togetherness, we think warm, fuzzy thoughts, because togetherness feels good. It gives us a sense of belonging. We know that we can do more together than we can alone, and we know that somebody has our back. But you know what? That's not always the whole truth. You know what? Working together is easy when we come from similar backgrounds. Looks like council. And approach our problems from the same place. No sweat, right? But cities aren't boardrooms. They aren't homogeneous, and there are no clear lines of authority. We don't even define our issues the same way, let alone work cohesively toward the same outcomes. And actually, you know what? If we did, it wouldn't really be any fun at all. <laughs> and it can be damn frustrating at times. You know, we often hear that the city's too negative, that we don't get along, that people have lost faith in government, or worse, in each other. Some of the people who actually think that politics is negative are the most negative bastards you can imagine themselves. <laughs> but I'm two years in, and, uh, and it's not how I feel. It really isn't. Van Gogh once said, great things are done by a series of small things brought together. His masterpieces started with a vision. They progressed to the mixing of colors, applied one brush stroke at a time until that vision was made real. It was no doubt tedious and frustrating, but today we look back and we admire his great works. In Halifax, we've witnessed great moments of coming together, moments that make us proud to say that we're from Halifax. In fact, they were proud to be Halifax. 20 years ago, who could imagine that we would have seen our streets overflowing with pride for pride? But these great universal moments are so important, but they are on occasion the exception. The true togetherness 
sometimes is different. Because togetherness is not, is not uh, beautiful all the time like a rainbow or soft like a puppy. Its, co it's colors often clash. Sometimes togetherness feels scratchy, ill-fitting, <laughs> as stifling as a wool sweater in July. Sometimes it makes us uncomfortable and we ask ourselves, how did we ever think we could make this work? <laughs> now, anybody know who this is? I can think of no better wool sweater. I can think of no better person to represent the creative tension of togetherness than Joanne McRae with her all caps emails, and everybody else gets those, and her unbridled passion for the city. Joanne even made me do this tonight. She can be a first class pain in the ass, but she is a pain in the ass that Halifax needs, really needs. Right here, right here in the Cogswell shakeup where she and Andy Fillmore and others brought people together, she can pack a room with people who have little in common but a desire to see their city up their game. People who show up for things like that. They're not passionate about a building or a road. They are passionate about communities coming together. Now, it takes all kinds. Do some of you know Rachel Dare? I don't think she's here tonight. In our office, we've dubbed her the littlest boho. Uh, and uh, along with Sophia Horowitz came to see me and many others who had to mark 250 years of Gottagen Street. How could they pull off an event that would play well in a vibrant community struggling with lots of issues, including gentrification. But no worries. Rachel, Sophia, and others recognized the need to hold a festival with broad appeal, something that honored the neighborhood's rich tradition and their history. They respected the eclectic mix of people, saw it as a strength, tracing their families back. In some cases, others knew with music, food, and story, they brought a community together. I want to talk to you about two people. Anybody know who this is? This is Phil Pacey. Now, Phil Pacey is from the Nova Scotia Heritage Trust. He doesn't not like the Nova Center, but he wants the best for Halifax. To dismiss him as anti-development and anti-progress is to ignore his wisdom. You do not build a city without taking into account its history. This is Joe Ramia. He likes the Nova Center. And we need people like Joe Ramia who are building this city for generations to come. We need to struggle together to find the sweet spot between restoration and innovation. You don't have to like the disruption of construction or the design of every building to believe that Halifax cannot afford to stand still if we want a future here in Halifax. And this, this is the future. And the future of Halifax will not be written by the people who have traditionally called Halifax home. Certainly not solely. The next Halifax will be shaped by a coming together of people from around the world determined to find new opportunities and in doing so forge a new way forward for their families and for this city and we need to welcome them. And I hope the future of this city will also be written by young people who are given new chances to engage in their community and learn skills that will help them throughout their lives. Jesse Jollymore and the kids from Hope Blooms and the guy with the ill-fitting hat in the back have taught us the value of planting seeds that grow strong, resilient communities. That is an important lesson for us. Like everybody else, I've got to mention Ivany. We're in the post-Ivany era. Donning that itchy sweater of togetherness is now a province-wide imperative. That means crossing the urban-rural divide, shrinking the ideological causeway between Cape Breton and Halifax, and recognizing Halifax's role in growing the economy in Nova Scotia in a non-arrogant way. Because Halifax is a remarkable collection of people, a center for knowledge, an intersection of ideas, a birthplace for creativity. Despite its clash of ideas and the occasionally indirect path of progress, I believe our colorful city is a masterpiece in the making. We are, in fact, on our way. It would be nearly impossible to talk about the power of cities to advance society without invoking the late Jane Jacobs, a passionate advocate for well-planned cities that put people first. Cities, by their nature, 
bring people together. It is with this proximity of people and this collision of ideas that, pros that progress happens. So we're Halifax. We're a city of more than 400,000 people living in 200 urban, suburban, and rural communities. We may not always get along, but that isn't true of any big family. You know, we are not a Van Gogh masterpiece. We are not a perfect family. We're not an itchy sweater. We're not a box full of puppies. But we are one hell of a Halifax, and we are getting better every single day. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Oscar Podcast. We're excited to come back to you in April with more full episodes of the Standard Podcast where we follow the career of former MLAs in Nova Scotia politics. We encourage you to head over to the Offscript website and become a donor to support the podcast. This is very much a labor of love, and every cent donated goes directly towards bringing you better podcasts. You can go to offscript.ca slash donate and make a contribution there. Okay, see you next week.